Are you filled with fear, doubt, worry about the future of our country? Do you feel the urgency to act before it's too late? If yes, then this podcast is for you. It's time for us all to confront the critical issues threatening our nation's fabric, our democracy itself, irregardless of her political stance. If you're ready to face reality, handle the tough questions and find real solutions, then here's your host, Debbie Lynn Molyneux. Molyneux. Welcome to the Terrified Nation podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Lynn Molyneux. Can we save it? That's what we're exploring in this podcast series. And for me, the answer is a resounding, yes, we can. And we must. Now, this is episode three, and it's titled, Who is Programming Your Fear? I like to start each show with a question that we'll explore together. And in previous shows, we've been exploring how the dystopian alternatives have cost us our closest relationships. And we've touched on who is telling us these shared future stories that you know no reasonable person really wants. And we've identified two groups of people who are driving the narratives, the conflict profiteers and Hollywood. Now, for some reason, we seem particularly drawn to stories about the end times. So we're actually living in this dystopian narrative where the world is ending. For this show, I want to ask if we are only choosing between stories about chaos and war, then we spend our time thinking about how to survive in the dystopian alternatives. Are we bringing it about? Is this a self-fulfilling prophecy? I really hope not. Because the future that I want is filled with community and deep connections and a way for everyone to contribute to others in their communities. So let's start by going on a little time trip back to October of 2023. Now, this is when I interviewed cultural futurist Theo Edmonds. Now, his job is to help people be ready for the future. And I have to be honest, he shared so much so fast that it was really hard to capture. But here are just a few highlights. In 2023, the World Economic Forum identified the top five skills needed for the future workforce. Are you ready? Here they are. Analytical thinking, creative thinking, self-awareness, resilience, curiosity. Now, when Theo said these things, I was like, wait, what? So let me do them again. Analytical thinking, creative thinking, self-awareness, resilience, and curiosity. What really struck me was that these are all traits about how we think. Rephrased, I would say that the top five skills needed for our future are these. Our willingness to analyze what we know or think we know, and our willingness to change our minds based on that analysis. Number two, our imagination to innovate and explore new ideas that have value for ourselves and others. That's creative thinking. Number three, our ability to be aware of our internal thought processes, our emotions, and acknowledge that we don't know some things. We have blind spots, all of us. Number four, I would restate as our understanding that nothing is forever. We have to accept change as a normal part of life. That's resilience. And lastly, our curiosity. We need our to have questioning of ourselves and others and the world around us in a way that produces wonder and awe in the answers. Theo then shared this paraphrased quote from me that he got from George Sparks. Now, George is the current chair of the Denver Chamber of Commerce, 
And he's also the CEO of Denver's Nature and Science Museum. And what he said at the 2023 gathering of the chamber was this, everything we know as a company, as a nation, as a war, comes from two things. The things we have pulled from the earth and human imagination. There is nothing else. And both of these things are stardust. Now, this quote really struck me between the eyes because what I found magical about it was this idea that everything we know, everything began as stardust. And scientifically, it's true. Yet we often forget about this connection that we have to each other and to the planet. And we have help in forgetting so many things in our attention-driven economy because there are so many things to pay attention to. Even promoting this podcast, I'm using the rules of the current attention economy, and I'm still working out how to do no harm. When we become disconnected from each other, someone steps into our thinking with an us versus them narrative that inevitably leads to those dystopian future stories. So why is it so hard to change? Well, Theo had an answer for that too. So he shared with me some observations from neuroscience about how our brains are wired that make change very, very difficult. He notes that there are four buckets to resistance of change. So these are things to consider and reflect on within each one of us. Here are Theo's words. It boils down to a lot of research about storytelling and selling change to groups. And there are four buckets that cause people to dig in their heels. Number one, or bucket one, our brains are wired to continue the status quo. Even when we know the status quo isn't working, we don't have to do anything. Our brains do it for us. Bucket two, any kind of change is going to involve physical, economic, or emotional exertion. We have to estimate the effort and decide if it is worth it for an uncertain outcome. In bucket three, our brains are wired to resist being changed by other people. Gosh darn it, that toddler is alive in each and every one of us. We do not like being told what to do. This also comes under rugged individualism in American culture. Now, bucket four is that we all know that there are unintended consequences to the best strategy for change. And if somebody tells us that there are no unintended consequences, they've got it all figured out, it's guaranteed, we think they either haven't done their research or they're lying to us. In other words, we believe in this scenario that other people are either dumb, deceptive, or naive. Now, which bucket do you find yourself in most often? For me, I'm a bucket two and three person. I want to know if the change is going to be worth it. And of course, I don't like being told what to do because I'm kind of bossy myself. I like being in charge. Don't you? So how do you manage change in your life? What about changing your mind? Which buckets of resistance get in the way? I really invite you to share your thoughts about this on the Terrified Nation podcast website. Together, we can figure out how to make a better future. So I'd like to just thank you, number one, for giving a damn about our nation. We may be a terrified nation today, but we can do better. We can save the USA. Join me next time. So that's it for today's episode of Terrified Nation. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a $15,000 private VIP day with Debbie Lynn Molyneux herself. Be sure to head on over to TerrifiedNationPodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Debbie Lynn's gift. 
and join us on the next episode.